Welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome back. It's The Wave. It's the weekly news and chat show from the world famous Bottom of the Stream podcast. We're here. We're podcasting. We're chatting. We're podcasting. <laughs> yeah. We are. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said that before. I don't think you have. No. I don't think I've ever said it either. I like it. We are. It's what but we're, we're doing. We're only like, I'm only massively guessing here about 300 episodes in. I don't even know. More how than many. that. We've done over 200 films. <laughs> We're coming up on, it'll be five years in April. Amazing. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, a little podcast will be going to school. It will. Aw. <laughs> podcast school. It needs to go to all podcast little... school. It needs to learn some podcast stuff. <laughs> all the li- other little podcasts. <laughs> Running around. Having a nap. Aww. Anyway, this little uniform. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> How are you, Nick? Very tired. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> been a long week, hasn't it? They've gathered... There might be a bit of rambling. Uh, I'm good, though. Good. I'm glad. I'm happy to be here. You look very smart. Thanks. I've not changed. Nor have I. From from my, uh, Day my job. job. From the actual job that pays the bills. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I, well, in that way, we, it could almost be a meeting. It but... could. It feels like we're in a business meeting. <laughs> but there is no business Like going show on business. Oh. Other than podcast business. I thought you were going to say podcasting again. <laughs> and And... The news. And boy, is there plenty of news this week. Is there? But before we get on to that, how have you been? I've been really well, thank you. Excellent. I've been been good. How have you been? Yeah, good. Good. I've been to a different country this week. Have you? Yeah. Which country have you been to? It was Scotland, but it still counts, doesn't it? It does count. It is technically abroad. (laughs) How was it up in the uh, the Northlands? Yeah, it was really sunny and nice. Oh, lovely. Actually. It's unusual. Yeah. It was was pleasant. Good. I mean, I was stuck in a nondescript office, but it was... (laughs) Is what it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've been to more countries than me this week. So, yeah, that was fine. And I mean, that was quite a time drain, I've got to say, this week. So I've not done too much exciting. I've spent a lot of time on motorways. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Nice. And, and various stop-offs. But, um, yeah, well, it's fine. Good. It's fine. Good, good. How about you? Ah, no, actually, <laughs> I did go. I went to a, uh, went to a, uh, I want to say theme park, which I suppose it is by definition last weekend but not really it's one of these little ones for kids okay but i still had fun do you want to see a picture of me on a horse yes like on a mechanical horse i'm on a horse <laughs> I'll, I'll put it in the discord and that's that can tempt you uh I, I don't even know where to look where would it be it'll be It'd on be... here <laughs> old uh, man plays with phone yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> i saw something on uh, twitter earlier or sometime this week and it was like this is every man over 50's profile picture. And it's that old sort of up the nose, how do I work my phone <laughs> selfie. Uh, I think we're not quite that old, doesn't Not it? quite. me on a horse. Oh, that is you on a horse. Oh, that's cute. I like it. I'll Discord it. Discord it. Um, yeah, so that that was fun. Discord it before this episode comes out, because that'd be really confusing mm-hmm. to Like, I might change it to my profile picture. <laughs> good, good call. How about you? How have you been? I'm good. Um, what have I been doing? I went to the cinema. Nice. Uh, I'll come to that later on. Okay. Uh, that's about it. I watched Mark Zuckerberg do a presentation last night. Oh, did you? Yeah. It was the uh, Meta Connect show last sure. night. So I watched that for a bit. It's, it's <laughs> He's made advancements in AI. Uh, brilliant. Has he made advancements in personality? No. <laughs> no, they really definitely need to hire somebody who does that for them because he's not great at I mean, it. He can afford a coach to... i tell you what he can afford. 
All right. So he, he announced the Meta Quest 3, which is coming out in October. Yeah. Which I'm desperately trying to talk myself out of buying, but failing. And then he went on to, he also announced a set of Ray-Ban smart glasses that are coming out okay. with Meta AI technology. Went, went well for Google, didn't it, when they did that? Yeah. So he's trying again. He's Ray-Ban them up. They're actually okay. quite cheap. They look really nice as well. Um, but he also announced a brand new suite of AIs that are going to integrate into his apps. So WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook. Sure. Um, but they're, they're AIs, but they have a face. I, I don't like it already. And But they're celebrity faces. Right. So they're not the celebrities talking. They're just personalities with AI I don't want minds. That. <laughs> Why do I want this? So if you wanted to, for instance get some recipe ideas you can text this guy on whatsapp this ai mm. and he will text you back and he's got a profile picture of this celebrity chef mm. you can also play a game of dungeons and dragons on whatsapp this is coming okay with an ai person voice dungeon master yeah played by snoop dog perfect <laughs> we've got to the snoop dog is ai stage of the ai section of the world yeah that's coming soon to whatsapp and instagram yeah, and but- facebook I like Snoop Dogg. Yeah, it's not Snoop Dogg. It's just a picture of him. Yeah, yeah. But so will the AI talk <laughs> like Snoop yep. Dogg? But but would also be very knowledgeable on Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, I'm gonna suggest I like Snoop Dogg, and I might be intrigued at having a go at that game. But I, I'm saying they're not maybe the best match. <laughs> like, is don't get it. Snoop Dogg for all his good points? Is he the best person to cast as a dungeon master? Yeah, apparently so. I mean, it doesn't feel for. like it's quite in the. The mood that Dungeons and Dragons would be looking for. Let's see if I can find the the image. There it is. Yeah. This is Meta Meta Snoop Dogg as a Dungeon Master. Okay. But it was a very interesting connect. The the new quest looks really good. The the smart glasses actually do look really good as well. You can like you can go live on Instagram from your glasses. Yeah. So you can like click and see what you can see and you can look at something and it'll tell you what it is and it's quite cool. Also, does it raise a bit of a question on the ongoing, uh, well, one of one of the strikes that is still ongoing, which obviously is a lot of the issues of actors centered around AI. Yeah. So they're saying we don't want, we don't want our likes as used without permission, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. But they're quite happy to have their likes. If you've got, used if, you, if, if with there's permission. a big bag of money yeah. coming your way. Yeah. To be fair, there wasn't. I mean, Snoop Dogg does he does he count as an actor? I bet he's got an actor. Uh, Guild card? Probably. From the ones I, I recognise, one was Paris Hilton. Okay. Mr. Beast. Yeah. Snoop Dogg. I can't remember any of them. There, there wasn't any more little really famous ones. Right. But yeah, you just text these AIs and it'll come back with like recipe ideas and stuff. Yeah. It's a cool idea. Yeah. But I don't know why they need to have Snoop Dogg's face. <laughs> I just don't understand that. Yeah, so expect your, your WhatsApp to get a lot more AI-y. Brilliant. Yeah. You can even invite them into your group chat so you can like all talk to them together fantastic <laughs> it's gonna be great okay cool so yeah um that's pretty much it <laughs> my life <laughs> thanks for i've got listening. a question for you oh yeah sure sure it's my turn this week i think i think i've slacked on it just recently so um i've, I've lost it damn it that's because i googled bloody <laughs> snoop dog <laughs> uh right the question you are the owner of a furious elephant brilliant you know i love an elephant based question <laughs> is this the same elephant that i bought you yeah it's furious and you've I'm not looking looked after, after it, it so i've given you back and it's very angry okay, you're fine. also the owner of a time machine fine okay 
You are able to transport your furious elephant to any point in history. Where would you put it? Right, so I can just drop an elephant. You can drop a furious elephant. That's very angry, presumably on a rampage. Yes. Wherever I... Just... Wherever you want in history. I mean, this this has got a great idea. This is a great idea for a uh, for a movie. Sure. I like it as a film idea. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Forget about cocaine bear. <laughs> furious time-travelling elephant. I Let's mean, get it written. Yeah, it... It's very tempting to just drop it at the Last Supper and see what happens. <laughs> That's kind of my starting point. I like that. I really like that. Because they won't be expecting it. They definitely won't be expecting it. <laughs> or <laughs> And they'd have to paint really quick yeah. to capture the essence of the furious elephant rampaging uh, through the apostles. I mean... <laughs> you imagine Jesus like, shit, I meant to make fish. Where's this elephant come from? Jesus Christ, this <laughs> elephant... I mean, there's so many possibilities. Hitler, can you send him to Hitler and do something? If you want. Um, <laughs> like a royal wedding interrupted by a furious elephant <laughs> stampeding. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> a football game, you know, anything. You could put it anywhere. Yeah. Just be, you're going more for humour than practicality. Really. Yeah, that's where my, yeah, <laughs> practi- what's practical? You could make it be furious at somebody. Okay. <laughs> Didn't I don't know? Would like sending it back. To, to, what a way to us to kill Hitler! Yeah, send a furious <laughs> elephant to him. I mean, yeah, we could do that, which is quite timely given this week's movie, isn't it? Yeah, it really <laughs> is. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, sending it through the Last Supper is the first thing. I think that's a great shout. To be what fair. would you do? I don't know. I like I like the idea of being available to affect history in a way like killing hitler with it or like through donald trump's inauguration or something oh yes (laughs) donald trump's birth (laughs) (laughs) so he just tramples on him as soon as he comes out if he was ever born nice invented or something yeah i think you want i think i'd want to disrupt you're going for comedy disruption of a historical event yeah yeah, like the signing of the Declaration of Independence yeah. or something. <laughs> I like it. Good question. Or, question, I, oh. right, oh. what about... Nick's had a brainwave. Remember in the, I don't even know when it was, maybe late 80s, early 90s, yep. when, the, when they, there was that really famous uh, piece of footage where they like break through the Channel Tunnel and France meets England. I remember it well. So imagine if, imagine if that happens, <laughs> just as they're like, breaching the rock and the the two they, they tunnels are meeting through, I think, yeah they? the yeah. two tunnels are meeting an elephant just storms, storms through through. finishes the hole yeah perfect <laughs> perfect that that would be pretty memorable nicholas Witcheler would have lost his mind or whoever was news presenting at that point <laughs> in time yeah something like that i think i like it just, I, re- I remember a watching a serious news story just interrupted or not not like a no, like a, a like a <laughs> fatality. Yeah, right? but a, a sort of event like that. Just why wouldn't you spice it up with a furious? Just elephant? as Bobby Moore is about to lift the World Cup in '66, an elephant yeah. runs onto the pitch. Or the ice dancing competition at the Winter Olympics. Because let's put a furious elephant on on ice, ice skates. Yeah, <laughs> done. Love it. It's like Torval and Dean are about to <laughs> Bolero. Oh no! Here's a furious elephant on the ice <laughs> rink. 
See how you deal with that. That is brilliant. Do you know, I listened to, really randomly, I listened to an interview with Jane Torval this week. Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> it's right I up your Joe, alley. I listened to Joe Wilkinson and David Hill's podcast. Yeah. And they have just random guests on. Whoever they're talking about the week before, they just get somebody on. And they had to change the rules of ice dancing after the Bolero. Okay. Because you're only allowed a certain amount of time on the ice. Yes. But that doesn't start until your skates touch the yeah, floor. It's James Acaster's stand-up routine. Isn't oh, was it? it? I don't know. I've not seen that. We okay. went to see it together. Oh, did we? Yeah. <laughs> Forgotten the that whole completely. point of the... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll, um, I'll move on. Should we talk about <laughs> last week's film? Uh, last week, we watched... I'll cut that I feel out. No, no, keep it in. I feel like this show is all over the place this week. <laughs> we knew it was going to be. We absolutely said it was here for it. Uh, last week, we watched The Waterman. We did, indeed. Which was my wild card choice. Yes. And... Oh, I really enjoyed it. It did really well. You came, you came really, second in the stream table behind my wild card choice. A really it was memorable, a really good, enjoyable film. movie. Yeah, it was. Just didn't quite have the legs. Just something wasn't quite there. To top the table. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, a, a memorable I High recommend, for, especially if you've got like a family family film yeah. you want for a family film. I think we will watch it in, in my family, in I my house. I hope you do. I really point. hope you do. I think everyone would enjoy it. I agree. Right, should we move on to do some Netflix news? Yeah, we sh- we sh- yeah we 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 can do that. Okay. <laughs> oh, we I haven't got a real tempt- talk this week either, by the way. Quite tempted just to we just just not bother. Just not bother with the news. Let's just go with the flow and keep keep talking. Just but. keep waffling. We haven't got a real talk this week because we both forgot. Um, we both had weird weeks. It's been strange. We've uh, we've got we've got things to fill in instead. Yeah, not fill in. <laughs> We're not just filling in the show. We've got things to <laughs> elevate <laughs> the show to what it usually is. This is, as always, a highly organised hour of entertainment. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the big news this week. Big news. I think we can say. Is that the Writers Guild of America have, in principle, reached an agreement. The picket lines are closed. As it pertains to ending the five-month-long strike. Crazy that it's been going on for that long. Yeah, uh... There is a new three-year contract on the table that will go uh, for a vote and ratification between in the first week of October, basically. So by the 9th of October, this thing could all be signed, sealed, and I think uh, everybody's over. kind of indicated that they're going to vote for it as well. So I don't. I think it's just more a formality that the voting system. 148 days. This dis- dispute has been ongoing. It feels like that's how long we've been talking about it. <laughs> the Proposed contract with studios and streaming services yep. includes restrictions on the use of AI in writing. Cool. A viewer-based streaming residual bonus for writers. Excellent. And staffing minimums in writers' rooms. That means that depending on the number of episodes in the season, in the series, you have to have a minimum uh, number Certain amount of writers, of writers on board. Um, yeah. That's it's awesome. It's it's all there. There's also a baseline increase of in minimum pay. Excellent. Studios will also be required to disclose where whether they are giving writers AI generated material during the writing process. Wicked. I'm really glad it's all been sorted, and that they appear to have got exactly what they wanted from it. Because it's nice to see the studios lose, isn't it? It's it was inevitable that yeah. yeah it was just how long was was this going to hold out uh, and you'd like to think maybe 
However, what was the difference in time between the writer's strike starting and the About six the weeks was strike? it? But I don't even know if it was that long. I don't think it was even that long. But um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully that will, that will be sorted soon as well. Follow shortly behind, but let's see. Uh, it's not all like I say, not all quite signed and sealed. But the fact that there's a both sides have an agreed on a deal to ratify suggests it's it's nearly over the line. So. Excellent, great news. Might be able to get some content back out there. Who knows? Who knows indeed. But not long to find out. So we talked last week about Netflix Drop O One. We did. Yes. Was that last week or was it the week before? Don't know. But feels like it was longer ago than <laughs> last week. <laughs> the live stream event uh, happened this week. If you don't recall, it was a live stream preview of Netflix's upcoming animation slate. It was indeed. They aired the first three episodes of the new Castlevania season, Castlevania Nocturne. Okay. Uh, which actually premiered today as we speak. Nice. On Netflix, so you can go and find them all now. But there are also a few significant announcements. Uh, that is that the Kevin Smith-led Masters of the Universe reboot is coming back next year. Excellent. Uh, and a first look of that was released. Also, your first look, you can go and find it, so use your Google machine, to go and see Netflix's first trailer for their Tomb Raider animated series. I saw this trailer earlier. It does look quite good. The Legend of Lara Croft. No exact date for that, other than it will premiere some point in 2024. Sweet. Uh, another clip out there for Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. That starts streaming on November the 17th. I'm looking forward to that. I've got good feelings about that one. A teaser trailer for Blue Eye Samurai. Blue Eye Samurai. Right, cool tell, Which tells the story of Mizu, a mixed race master of the sword who lives a life in disguise, seeking the deliverance of his revenge. Nice. Which starts streaming on November the 3rd. There's a lot of animation coming in November. Blood Dragon Remix is an adaptation of a Far Cry spin-off. Blood right, Dragon. Okay. That starts streaming on Netflix on October the 19th. You can see the trailer for that. Trailers also for the third series of Sonic Prime. And possibly the biggest announcement of the showcase. Uh, we, amongst many other Eaglard people, noticed that the Capcom logo was front and centre in the sort of ads for the showcase and they have confirmed that Netflix has teamed up with Capcom for an animated series based on Devil May Cry. Nice. It's the same team who worked on the Castlevania adaptation. Okay. And that will arrive soon. At some point soon. <laughs> There's a very brief teaser trailer for it. Excellent. I mean, I'm not really familiar with that game. I'm aware of its existence. Yeah, I am as well. I've never played it. I, yeah. It's not really my sort of thing, but I know it's big in the uh, the gaming world. Yeah, yeah. That is a very quick summary of what you could have seen and still can go and find some of that stuff. Lots of cool animated stuff coming. From Drop 1. Drop 01. Nice. Next... Uh, next is the interesting story that HBO have revealed some information. So they recently, uh, I don't think this is in, over here in the UK, but we 
we talked about them selling a load of their shows to yes. Netflix. Yeah. To show and distribute and stream. One of those is Ballers. The Dwayne Johnson one. Yes. Rock. Interestingly, in the States, not only did they sell Ballers to be shown on Netflix, they also still have it uh, showing on their own streaming oh, right, okay. service as well. So HBO, it's available on HBO both. HBO Max. And both services uh, have crowned it a big hit. So basically, it's had a, a huge amount of viewing hours on Netflix US. Yeah. But also the viewing hours on HBO Max have leapt. That's interesting, isn't it? Isn't it? That is interesting. Which just shows if you get world of mouth and people are starting, oh, you yeah. know, I'm re-watching this or oh, I've never seen it before. Does it matter where it is? Yeah, it doesn't, does it? doesn't seem like it. Yeah. That's interesting. So it'll be, it will be intriguing to see if this will lead to more of this sort of cross-pollination and selling of properties to each other. Hmm. Uh, yeah, well, let's see. I mean, Casey Bloys. Casey Bloys. Who is the chairman and CEO of HBO and Max Content. Okay. Said, what's been nice about this is without doing a thing on Max, the viewership and engagement of ballers has seen a spike for us when we saw when it's been on Netflix. We're introducing it to more people. It, we just see it as marketing. Uh, it's something we used to do all the time. And this initial experiment with a few titles have had an immediate positive impact on our streaming services. That's the thing. If, if it's available for more people to watch, more people will watch it. Mm. Doesn't matter where you watch it. If I went into work tomorrow and said I've been watching this show called Ballers, you should check it out. People will just find it wherever they find it. Yeah, he said we do have to be careful to the level which we are doing this when it's just an yes. experiment. Currently, um, we have to balance out not putting too much out there. But yeah, really, hmm. interesting. really interesting. Maybe we'll see more collaborations and stuff going forward. Okay, good. Next piece of news. Officially, this week, Netflix have renewed Alice in Borderland for season three. Oh, really? That's big news. Yeah. I haven't seen season two yet. I stopped. Oh, Never okay. finished it. Really? Yeah. I, I, it was, felt like it was becoming a bit of a chore. After how good the first season was, that's unfortunate. Every episode was like a movie. Like, I think yeah, we they're really long, aren't they? We did go through this, I remember you saying. And I think that might be what put me off watching it, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's coming back for a third season excellent um yeah good fair. i'm sure there's many people out there who enjoy it. it became the show we watched the first season before it was we even did. like a thing didn't we and then it became the show when squid game everybody watched squid game they wanted something similar what and that became the show that people went to i wonder what will arrive first alice in borderland season three or squid game season two S alice in borderland season three Do you know, it's two years this no next week yeah. Since Squid Game premiered on Netflix. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. The second season isn't even like anything is happening with the second season. I I mean, my sort of finger in the air guesses were probably about as far away from season two. Yeah, probably. Probably middle. We're probably middle between the two. Yeah. 2026? 20, yeah. No, 25. And Yeah, but end. End of 25. Which would be two years. <laughs> well. <laughs> We're nearly at the end of 23. <laughs> Next. We've not talked about Rebel Moon for ages. No, that's true. So let's do it. And 
a really weird story, quite frankly. Okay. That uh, the official tabletop role-playing game publisher for the Rebel Moon tabletop role-playing game... Hold on, the what? So, you know, like Warhammer and shit? Yeah. Like that, right. but for Rebel Moon. So... <laughs> So, Evil Genius is a tabletop role-playing game yes. company. Yeah. They had an official contract with Netflix to create the tabletop role-playing game for Rebel Moon. Right. It's all gone a bit wrong. Why? Because they are suing Netflix for breach of contract. They okay. Were, they were hired to create said role-playing game. Yep. And are alleging that after working for... Months and months and months alongside Netflix and Zack Snyder himself, Netflix has unfairly terminated their contract. Right. The work that they apparently did for Netflix included uh, three Bible-type books. Okay, so a bit to of accompany, yeah, yeah, to accompany the uh, the role-playing game, and uh, yeah, an immersive and intense period of work according to david scott who is the founder and design team lead at evil genius i wonder why they just pulled the plug on it uh well we'll come on to that in a second okay uh, he says we were in frequent contact with netflix and Zack snyder and that there were daily interactions with members of his team he says that at the time of the alleged breach of contract which allegedly took place in may of 2023 the role-playing game was nearly finished and two sellable products, a 430-page player's guide and a 337-page game master's guide wow. were in the final editing stages. There was also a massive internal document produced, a Rebel Moon World Bible, which detailed original details about the setting and characters of Rebel Moon's universe, which was being used as a reference for Evil Genius during the development of the role-playing game. Uh... Evil Genius is saying that it lost opportunities on other projects due to prioritising this one for Netflix Fair. for the sh this short window that they've essentially had to develop it. Netflix terminated the agreement based on the claim that they breached confidentiality provisions. Uh, apparently, the first instant alleged instance of this occurred when Evil Genius Games distributed images during a February trade show as part of a retailer buzz campaign. Okay. The second time was when Evil Genius Games uploaded two non-final teaser cover images onto the back end of its website for the purposes of retail pre-order and through an administrative error accidentally made this portal accessible to the public. Then the, these two images were uploaded to social media. What? Yeah. So, because there's a couple of still images floating around. All that work's gone out of the window for two pictures. Netflix are, uh, yeah, sending the big lawyers in. I just released all of it. <laughs> Fuck them. Apparently, uh, Netflix have offered Evil Genius $50,000 for their time. It's Netflix being scumbags. Simple as that. Uh, Scott clarified that this offer would not cover the expenses incurred developing the game and Evil Genius was confident it would have sold millions of dollars worth of game products. Yeah. What a mess. What a mess. What a mess for Rebel Moon. Good. I mean, that's <laughs> ballsy though, isn't it? Yeah. 
going no i mean even to, to start by going yeah we're that confident in this property we're gonna get a big tabletop game made yeah yeah because before the movie's even out that's what the people seem to forget about rebel moon is this movie's not even we've not even seen any of it yet we've seen the teaser we've seen trailer. a teaser trailer <laughs> It's just they're building this massive franchise that doesn't exist. Zack Snyder can talk. He can. He, his pitch must be. His pitch he must be good at pitching. Must be He's king incredible. He's king of the pitch. That's for sure. But I just, it blows my mind how big of a franchise Netflix are ballooning this thing into. Yeah. How good even, must this be? This thing be. It's not going to be good. <laughs> I'm telling you now. Wow. Okay. We'll keep our eye on that. See if that game ever does make see the light of day. Hey, guess what? What? Uh, Disney <laughs> Plus is going to stream live this year's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Okay. How about them apples? That's cool. Elton John will perform. All right. So with Dave Matthews. Well, he's going to perform at this. Okay. Uh, inducted this year will be Willie Nelson. Okay. Cheryl Crow. Yep. Missy Elliott. Right. And Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Has it ever been on TV before? Uh, I presume it has been on normal TV before. Okay. Uh, the event will be, yeah, live streamed in November on Disney Plus, and then an edited special will be aired two months later on ABC. Two in the months States. later. <laughs> wow. Yeah, the Disney Plus live stream will go out from live from Brooklyn's Barclays Center on November the third, eight p.m. Eastern time in the States. Which cool. Is about. 1am over here isn't it I feel like that's quite a big deal for Disney Plus I think so yeah yeah it'd be cool I bet, I bet that's quite a good show actually I've never never really watched anything like that but I bet it's quite an interesting show yeah I bet there's been some good ones over the years yeah I bet there have I'm not, yeah I've never seen one no, there, I you go. there you go didn't, I knew it was a thing but I didn't know it was televised we spoke last week about Paranormal activity coming Going, to stage. Yeah, we did. And that a very experienced producer by the name of Simon Friend was going to be bringing that hmm. to the stage. Yes, I remember talking. Well, about this. turns out he's a very busy boy because <laughs> also announced as coming to the stage next year, produced by the same chap. Is Minority Report the stage show? This is bizarre to me. <laughs> so bizarre. Of all the movies to convert to a stage show, that doesn't feel like a a natural fit. Let's yeah. put it that way. But then again, nor did Paranormal Activity. So, yes, Simon Friend will produce. David Hay will write, and Max Webster will direct. The synopsis is much the same <laughs> as the movie. <laughs> Uh, in 2015, neuroscientist Dame Julia Anderton is about to launch the next phase of her pioneering pre-crime program, detaining people for crimes before they are committed. But when Julia is accused of pre-murder, she is in a race against time to save herself from the uh, from her own system. They have switcheroo, gender-switched the lead. Uh, but cool. cool. Uh, interestingly, though, this is opening outside of London. It opens in Nottingham. Oh, right. Okay. Where it will do three weeks. Uh, in February and then moves to Birmingham and then to London. Ah, so it's going to get some buzz around the country first and then... Running between February and May 
next year. Next year? So it's, really, it's yeah. almost ready then. Uh, David Hay said, I'm delighted to announce the world premiere stage version of Minority Report based on Philip K. Dick's short story. Oh, we commissioned it. this project several years ago, but with its prescient central theme of personal technological surveillance, it's only become more alarmingly relevant to the world in which we live, despite the original story having been written in 1956. Wow. Wet people on stage for a couple of hours <laughs> every night. How yeah, about they're going to get all pruny fingered. <laughs> Which would you prefer to go and see? If you go and go and see one, are you going that, to? Are you buying a ticket for Minority Report or Paranormal Activity? I think if I had to pick one of the two, I'd pick Minority Report. Yeah. Mule, mi, uh, mule. <laughs> more out of curiosity of how you do that on stage, because I can see how you can do Paranormal Activity on stage. It's oh, just, I haven't seen that movie for ages. Yeah, but it's just a house set, isn't it? You just need a set. There's a house. What about when he's flying around in his little spaceship and jumping off? Yeah, his but little. Uh, I see, I don't understand how you do it with I Minority Report. Maybe we're not having those action sequences. I'm not allowed on this one. Uh, that's fine. I can tell you that James Gunn's been back on Twitter. Has he? Yes. What's he been up to? Well, a couple of things. So, because he he spends a lot of time answering tweets. It, he does. For, for a busy head of universe. Yeah, he loves being on the... It's not called Twitter anymore. <laughs> no, I know. I, X. A couple of things uh, yep. that, that James Gunn has addressed this week and... One of those is a frequent question I guess he must get asked, which is basically, what's canon to your new universe? Fair. What's, and Where does this start? He basically said nothing yet. Oh, okay. So That's interesting. He considers that his DC universe canon does not begin until the release of the Creature Commandos animated series next year, which is the first thing on his slate. Uh, which will be then followed by Superman Legacy. So he's starting with an animated TV series? Yeah. Interesting. But he also said, which is quite interesting, that doesn't mean that certain actors won't reprise their roles in my canon. Right. And he later confirmed when pushed that John Cena is still his peacemaker. Okay. Uh, Cholo... Maraduena. ...is still his Blue Beetle. Cool. And that... Uh, Viola Davis is still his Amanda Waller. Okay. They were the three that they're, he, they're the three that he's keeping. Out. Yeah. I think that's fair. There's no better peacemaker out there than John Cena, I don't think. Yeah. But everybody else is up for grabs by the sounds of it. Well, yeah, they've just not decided. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would be because he wants to do another series of it, wouldn't it? Yeah. The show. So. Okay, cool. Cool. I'm sure there'll be plenty more to come from the DC universe. Oh, yes. That's not going anywhere. Okay. A couple of bits of sad news. Yeah. It has been not a good week to be an elder. To close out the news. And the first of those is RIP David McCallum. Yeah. Real shame, this one. 90. I didn't realise he was that old. No, I didn't. Probably most famous for a couple of crime series, The Man from Uncle. Yeah. And then for about 20 years, because I think this show's on... It's still going, I think, NCIS. Yeah, I think so. I think it's in part There's season like 25. Hundreds of spin-offs as well, isn't there? Yeah. He, he, um, He's been in... David McCallum's been in loads of stuff, though. You will have seen him. In oh, like yeah. 100%. Loads of American TV shows. Um, Great Escape. Yeah. Famously as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real shame. The most interesting thing, possibly was that in the 1960s, he recorded four albums for Capitol Records. Really? <laughs> yeah. What? 
instrumental interpretations of current hits. Interesting. So a talented musician as well. Yeah, sounds like it. Okay. Yeah, rest in peace, uh, David McCallum. Yeah. Good age, 90. Yeah. And I'll be happy with it. Today, this very day, news that Michael Gambon... Yeah, this one was a bit of a shocker, wasn't ...has it? passed away at the Awful age of 82. News. Terrible news. It's the, uh, the second Dumbledore yeah. to leave us. Somebody texted me earlier and said, Dumbledore's died. And I was like, again? <laughs> <laughs> but again, Michael Gambon has just been... Legend. Yeah, an absolute slew of... Loads of stuff. Uh, of of roles. Um, yeah. I Again, 82. That, no, that feels about right. <laughs> I think, <laughs> in my mind, I think... That's how you would have faced not, him not, not sort of surprised. No, uh, same. Sleepy Hollow, Fantastic Mr. Fox, Good Shepherd, Paddington... You could, you, you could go forever listening. Had a corner too. named after him on Top Gear. He did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, real shame. Rest in peace, Michael Gambon. Any more news? That's all the news. Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? I watched a movie last weekend. Okay. Which movie did you watch? Cop Shop. Cop Shop on What's Netflix. Cop Shop? Uh, it is a action shoot em up okay. movie starring uh, Frank Grillo. Got ya. Uh, Gerard Butler. Cool. Really good. Yeah. I really did you enjoy it? it. Yeah, my wife fell asleep. Of course she did. Uh, <laughs> but it's I, a sizzling <laughs> company that does yeah. that every time. And I thought it was great. Good. I really enjoyed it and I think you'd like it. Right, so do you really? Yeah. Even though it's like a copy action movie, which I don't really do. But it's basically a siege in a police station. Okay. And it, it's, yeah. I'll give it a go. I, I even didn't mind Gerard, because I'm never sure about Gerard Butler. No, I'm never sure about Gerard Butler. You never know what you're going to get with Gerard Butler, do you? Yeah. But I do like Frank Grillo. Yeah. I, the, the only problem I had that is that Frank Grillo's hair is awful. Oh, really? Absolutely awful in this. Why? I don't know what the <laughs> choice was. He's just got a, he's a, a greasy ponytail. And oh. it's just, yeah, it's not good. Uh, and I, I, oh, actually, I went back to uh, the Star Wars show, uh, Ahsoka. Ahsoka. I'm really enjoying it. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. I, I don't, like I said before, I don't have any of the knowledge of these characters. Apparently, if you're like a fan of certain animated shows, this is great to see these people in live action. Oh, really? Like, Interesting. It seems to be a fun... Just You're just enjoying it for what it yeah. is. Don't yeah. know the canon, don't care. Exactly. Enjoy it. Good. I, I am that casual viewer. <laughs> That's what it's there for. Shows need casual viewers. How about you? Uh, I finished One Piece. Oh, what is your final thoughts? Wonderful. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant show. Ended really well. It ended exactly how I was expecting it to Fantastic. end. Fantastic. Um, yeah, it was good fun. I can see it going for a long time. It's just... 12 seasons. Tw- I'm not sure they'll get 12 <laughs> seasons. Maybe they'll get the six that they wanted. They were highballing that. We're like, we asked for 12, we'll get yeah, six. Definitely. Everybody's happy. Um, no, they're great. As I said last week, the, the main character's got so much charisma, it just oozes out of him. And Lovely. The rest of the cast are brilliant. And yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, and then when that finished, I watched the first episode of Sex Education. Okay. New season of that. I've only seen that one episode so far. I've, I've not rushed to it. No. I, I will get to watch it. We'll get to it. But I'm just... I kind of already feel what... I think my not a problem. My thoughts on it are... I feel like I've kind of prejudged it. Because I came away from the third season thinking... Well, I think we should have finished it there. I agree. I think Sex Education is a show that's overrun its limits. 
yeah. It's gone on for a little bit too long, and this season's just a bit of a... And it's not getting well-reviewed either. The, the, the season hasn't gone down with fans very well. Um, but... What did you think? To the I thought the first episode was good. It was fun. It doesn't feel... I think it's gone... I think in the future, when people binge sex education, they'll notice the difference between the seasons a lot more. Right. Because there's been a while between seasons. I don't think we spot it, but I think the first season of sex education compared to now is a completely different show. Mm-hmm. I feel like they've gone much more comedy, they're much more down the comedy route now than they did. Right. And I just, I feel like it's not the same show that it was when it started. Okay. And it will become more evident when people start binging it all the way through. That's interesting. Yeah. Because it just doesn't feel, it's good, it's funny, but it doesn't feel like sex education anymore. Okay. The fact that there's a whole new cast in the last season is pretty crazy. Yeah, we, we've well we've documented before, the... But... Yeah. Leavers, I guess. Yeah. There's a whole new female cast. Yeah. And it's just, it's insane for a final season of a show. But it is what it is. They got, they they were left with no choice. Dan Levy's in it. Love Dan Levy. Yeah. And what do you want from what Dan a Levy? Guy. What a guy. And then, as I said, I went to the cinema last night. Okay. I'm also going to the cinema tomorrow night. Okay. <laughs> I Glad went. you could spare some time to join us. <laughs> I went last night to the secret screening that Cineworld was showing. Okay. So you go into the cinema, you sit down, and you don't know what you're going to watch. Something excitingly, you're getting an exciting preview of something coming out in the future. Yeah. Usually, that's what you would get. Last night, we last night. interestingly, the secret screening was not only open to Unlimited Car members, anybody could buy a ticket last night. Was that a first? That's the that first time I can remember. Was it full? It, it, it wasn't full, but it was packed. It was busy. Yeah. Um, it was The Creator. Okay. Which is a science fiction movie it from... Is, yeah. Gareth Edwards is ad- his name? Advert around a lot. Yeah. Gareth Edwards is the director. He lives. He's come from just around the corner from where we are. Yes, he directed um, Rogue One, didn't he? He did indeed. Uh, it comes out today. Oh. oh no, it comes out tomorrow. So you saw it forty-eight hours in so advance. It, no, it comes out today. It comes out. Oh. I've seen it twenty-four, 24 hours, hours in, in advance. advance. Yes, it's not. I don't know why they've done it. It feels really bizarre to me. It's get usually a secret screening is like a film that's not getting great marketing or. This is a fairly substantial release, isn't it? Yeah, I see. I'm seeing deal. adverts for this quite a lot around yeah. and about. So to do it the day before it comes out felt strange. When it came on, there was a groan that went around the cinema. Yeah. Because I feel like there might be people who have booked tickets to go and see it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Because <laughs> our friend Wayne is going on Saturday to see it. Yeah. He didn't go to the secret screen last night, but he could have. So I, f- I find it strange that, that it was that soon yeah. before the release. Yeah. And it also isn't very good. Oh. <laughs> Ah, um, let me clarify. Problem. Let me clarify. There's a really good idea here. This, the world that they've created is really interesting. The characters they've created are really interesting. The script is terrible. The script's really clunky. Right. There's so many errors in it that I was like, I'm just not. I, it's really throwing me out of this because you, errors you, as in you'll, 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 people wouldn't like, go like we, that. Or? Like we moan about on the show sometimes, where they create their own rules and then break their own yeah. rules, and it's like it's frustrating me now. It just happens a lot. Okay. Um, it's like there's this huge, like, massive space there. I'm, no, I can't say that because that's like the end of the film. I'll <laughs> <laughs> just give the end of the film that's not even out yet away. <laughs> <laughs> that would be harsh. Um, but I didn't... It was mid for me. It, okay. was, it was fine for what it was. It could have been a lot better. Right. The, the concept basically is that it's set in 2065. So it's close future. Um, when Squid Game 2 comes out. Pretty much, yeah. Stranger Things Season 6. Um, and AI is AI are now sentient and they're living alongside humans. They're doing jobs. They're sure. full-on robots that have artificial intelligence. 
However, that artificial intelligence decided that they sh- one day that they should nuke Los Angeles because that's what they Fine. needed for the world to carry on. Which obviously the West then made AI illegal, yep. ostracized them, destroyed all the robots. However, the East didn't follow suit. Okay. So the, the AI is thriving in the East and is, doesn't now exist in the West. Got and that started a war between the, the East and the West. The only country that is mentioned is America. All the other countries are made up. Even okay, like, <laughs> so they obviously don't want to start any like diplomatic yeah. wars or anything yeah it's america versus east asia is the continent okay. um yeah the the character designs really cool the um the ai is really there's a kid in it who's brilliant but the script was just terrible for me i didn't enjoy uh-huh. it uh tomorrow night i'm going to watch saw x oh lovely which i am super excited about i can't okay. wait i have not seen a trailer no, um, I haven't either. I haven't read any reviews yet. Nice. So I'm going completely blind to it. I'm hearing that it's reviewing very well. Um, I, I do not understand why is it coming out. Why is it coming a, out? A month too early. In At the end of <laughs> September? I don't know. Do, have we moved? Has Halloween been moved that no <laughs> one's told me? I no idea. Because it's not even like a big Halloween film coming out that they wouldn't want to put it up against. Oh, that's weird. It is weird. I don't, unless they want to just have it in cinemas for the whole of October. Still feels early. It, it, it's well, it, it's yeah. I could maybe early. even mid October and another two weeks I could buy it. Yeah, it do, it does feel strange that it's coming out at the end of September. Yeah, but I, I don't care. I'm still so excited. I'm sure you love great. Nobody really knows anything about it. I don't think because it's it's do it's debated about where it sits in the timeline. Sure, because obviously the the source story is finished. Yeah, Tobin Bell's jigsaw story is complete. But in the trailer, Amanda's hair is as it is in season two okay. uh, in Saw 2 so people are speculating that it sits there somewhere okay. but then I've also read an article by some guy who's cl- who he thinks it's going to be a whole new branch of the universe you know what Halloween does where it's like doesn't follow the sequels right and just is a direct sequel to one and it's going to go off in a different direction okay so that's <laughs> quite interesting well. yeah technically <laughs> he has because he, he mentioned it in the trailer apparently which I've not seen um, but you know, you might not die in Saw Two. You might carry on. There might be a whole new timeline. Like they've done it with Halloween. They've yeah, done it yeah, with Jason. Yeah. They do it with horror films. So it's really interesting. I can't wait to see. It. I'm really excited. Good. Let's I love the franchise. I will let you know week. next week. I will indeed. Right. This is the point where we'd normally do a real talk, but as I said earlier, we forgot. So we do not have a real talk this week. But you mentioned a game. Should we do a game, or should we have a look at what's coming? next month let's yes let's do that it's the end of september isn't it so to let's, netflix let's look okay have i closed that window i, I have feel no like idea I'm, what you've done i with feel it. like i have closed that window <laughs> for some bizarre reason um coming to netflix right so as it's now will it be october by the time this episode comes out yes yes happy october everybody uh, we're going to give you a rundown of what's coming to netflix in october sure so Coming to October on November the 1st is... Oh, well, one of the Conjuring movies is coming. The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. I've never seen a Conjuring. I haven't either. Is, it, is The Conjuring the same universe as, like, The Nun? Yes. And is that all to, they're all together? Yeah. And the Doll. The Doll. Annabelle. Annabelle. Yeah, they're all one universe, aren't I've they? I've never seen any of them. Uh, I think I've seen the first Annabelle film, but I don't think I've seen the rest. How about Cruel Space? Sounds starring fun. Henry Thomas. Love Henry Thomas. He stars as a family man trapped in the cruel space of a remote cabin where ruthless killers are searching for a hidden fortune. I mean, get that on the uh, bottom of the stream. That sounds right on my street, to be fair. 
Definitely. Uh, you will also get Space Jam, a new legacy. Yes. I mean, I've not gone in on that. I've it heard it's not good. Awful. Yeah, I've heard it's not good. So that's coming on October the 1st. That will be... Yeah. When is that October the 1st? Yesterday, as this episode <laughs> came out. So, yeah, you can watch that now if you want, either of those things. Uh, October the 5th, Everything Now, which we've talked about before, the teen dramedy. Dramedy, I fucking hate that word. Starring uh, centre around Mia, who, after being released from hospital with anorexia, rejoins her sixth form class. Oh, I remember talking about it. They got, it was called something else, and then they the renamed fuck it. it. The Fuck It Bucket. The Fuck It Bucket. Lupin, part three. Yeah. Season also three arrives. October the 6th, Reptile, which was one of Netflix's entries to the Toronto Film Festival. It's a crime drama starring Benicio Del Toro as a hardened New England detective on a case that will make him question everything about his life. Sounds interesting as well. 12th of October is the big day, isn't it? The Fall of the House of Usher. <laughs> House of Usher. The Fall of the House of Usher. It is Mike Flanagan's last Netflix project it is based on the works of edgar Allan poe because he has signed up with amazon prime i have seen the trailer for the fall of the house of so have i it looks crazy crazy i'm excited if it's half as good as midnight mass was we'll be in for a treat spider-man no way home's coming on october the 15th sure that's uh 2021 release with tom holland i don't know how they end up on netflix i get really confused by them sort of things I think you'll like this one. So, October the 17th, The Devil on Trial, a true crime documentary centered around the first and only demonic possession defense in a US murder trial. Oh, okay. That sounds fun. I like a thing. I like like true crime dramas and things. Uh, October the 19th, Bodies, the limited series. We've talked about this on the show before as oh, well. Oh, the, uh, the time traveling gimmick. Yeah, the, a murderous... A mysterious murder in Whitechapel investigated by four detectives. However, each detective is from a different period, ranging from the 1890s to the post-apocalyptic 2050. Is that Stephen Graham? Yes. Yes. Get me, I remembered. Clapton Laser Hawk, a Blood Dragon remix. That was, we talked about that earlier on we in did. the... Uh, just a bit about the animated stuff that's coming. Fancy Creature. Do I? One. A Turkish adaptation of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Brilliant. There's a trailer out there if you want to go and watch it. Elite Season 7. That's a Spanish sex teen show. Cool. I did watch the first few seasons of Elite. Did you? I never went back to it. Yeah, it was quite good. Yeah, to be fair. I didn't know there's seven seasons. No, I, I, I remember it being mentioned, yeah. Uh, October the 23rd, Apocalypse Clown is coming. Okay. This is... I mentioned earlier, I will listen to David Earl and Joe yes. Wilkinson's podcast. David Earl stars in Apocalypse Clown, so he's talked about it quite a bit on there. Um it's a comedy about what what clowns would do in an apocalypse. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, it's supposed to be quite good. Keep making people laugh, hopefully. Oh, I would hope Still so. Have, especially got to have uh, laughter in the uh, apocalypse situation, surely. Yeah, you need it. I Am Legend, 2007. Okay. Will Smith's uh, film. Suicide Squad, the sequel, 2023, James Gunn's sequel. Nice. Justice League Season 2, animated Justice League show. Loads of stuff. There's loads of cool stuff coming. It's certainly not as horror-heavy as the last couple of years no, when Netflix have sort of... There's no horror theme this year. Bunched up a load of horror movies no, to, not, 
to come out. They have not bothered this year. Uh, October 27th, Pain Hustlers. Again, we've mentioned this. As I think Netflix has got pretty big expectations of this one when it comes to awards. It's a crime drama starring Emily Blunt as a mother who helps a bankrupt pharmacy get back on its feet only to find herself in the middle of a conspiracy. Also stars Chris Evans. Look at that picture there. Yes. Tell me that Chris Evans isn't playing a young David Duchovny. <laughs> Those are, he's got a <laughs> Duchovny about him. It's the hair. It is. There's a real Duchovny about him there. I think that's it. I think that's going to round out your October. There's no horror movies coming. Brilliant. Crazy. Right, game. Game me up, baby. Okay. So. <laughs> I don't know why I just said that. I regret it as soon as it came out of my mouth. This, I mean, it didn't sit well on you, but I'm just, we're going <laughs> to, we're just going to plow on. So, this week on the movie show, we will be watching a movie called Blood and Gold. We will indeed. It's a war movie. It is a war movie. Uh, it's a pretty violent movie. Very violent movie. And in war movies, a lot of people tend to die. They do. So I have devised a game. Okay. I am calling it, what's your body count? <laughs> Personal questions. <laughs> Here we go on a wave. I, I think we will use body count in the more traditional sense, if okay. that's all right. That's fine by so, me. <laughs> Unpreferred by me. I have a list of movies. Okay. I will give you a movie to start off and I will give you a number. The number will be the... Um, amount of people who died on screen in that movie all right interesting and i will then give you another movie you simply have to tell me is the body count higher or lower like and it. let's see how we do like it like it a lot i think have i seen these movies i would think you've seen the majority of them okay cool but i think you may be surprised at some of the oh, numbers interesting okay. that's all the the hint i will give you to start let's play what's your body count the first movie, your starting point, is The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Okay, just the first one. Yes. Okay. 118 on-screen deaths. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. In the first one? Yeah. That surprised me. I, I could have agreed with that in the second and third one, but that surprises me in the first one. I okay. would like to know, is the body count in Kill Bill Volume 1 <laughs> higher or lower than The Fellowship of the Ring? Oh, wow. Okay. That's an interesting one. Where is that big scene in the restaurant? Is that in, season, in, that, is that in Kill Bill 1 or 2? I'm going to... It's Tarantino. I'm going to go lower. It is lower. Okay, but I don't think by much. 95. Okay, not much. So what, 23? 23. A lot of that... You're thinking of when the crazy 88 yes, invade the... The restaurant, the, Chinese restaurant. There's a lot of those guys are still alive at the end when that is she walks true. out. They are. That and is there's, true. There's all just gushes and yeah, moaning and groaning. Is that in the first one? Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen Kill Bill for ages. I might rewatch them. Okay. The next one is Under Siege. Okay. Steven Seagal, chef slash. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Under Siege. For Action me. hero movie. Ages. It's a, do more. Is it Under Siege? More or less? The 95 on-screen deaths. I'm going to say less. Correct. 65. Okay. A lot less. So the next one. More or less deaths than Under Siege. The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. <laughs> okay. More or less deaths than 65. Is there a big war battle in the Chronicles of Narnia? I don't think there is. Less. It's more. Really? 86. 86 On-screen deaths. deaths in the, really? in the Lion, Witch and the Wardrobe. Really? Yeah, it's a kid's film. 
It is, yeah. That's, that really okay. surprises me. You are correct. Oh, I am surprised. Okay, so higher or lower than a line of witch in the wardrobe? Once upon a time in Mexico. Okay. What was the line of witch in the wardrobe one? 86. Once upon a time in Mexico. I think higher. It is higher. Okay. 99. 99. They could have done one, one more. more. Come on. Okay, higher or lower than Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Next up is Commando. Oh, wow. Wow. It's the eighties. It's Arnie. Yeah, but was it that violent? Less. It is less. 88. Oh, wow. They're all close, aren't they? Next, after Commando, high or lower, Starship Troopers. <laughs> mm. That's a comedy film. Less. I would say it's a satire. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a big violent movie. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, what are you saying? Uh, what was the... What, uh, Commando God, was 88 on screen. Less. Though. Starship Troopers has 256. What now? Really? Yes. Wow. That's the most so far. That is the most so far. So after Starship Troopers, our next one, we have Saving Private Ryan. Oh, there's a lot in that. I know there's a lot in that, but is there that More many? or less than 256? More. It's less. It's oh. 255. Oh, you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> That's still it, a lot. It's it a lot. It is a lot. Oh, it is a lot. Okay, after Saving Private Ryan, we're sticking on a war movie. Okay. Hot Shots Part 2. <laughs> More or less than 255. Less. It is less. 114. Okay. After Hot Shots Part 2, we go to Gladiator. Oh, there's a lot in Gladiator. Is there more than 114, though? No, less. Correct, 77. Wow, well, that's not as many as I thought. Is that the least so far? It is the least apart from Under Siege. So no. <laughs> <laughs> so it is the second least. Okay, couple more left. Okay. After Gladiator, we are going to Titanic. Oh. On-screen on death. On-screen death. Remember. Not people who have just died on that ship. Yeah, I don't know how many people were on the Titanic. You don't see all of them, I guess. Yeah, but you do see quite a few die in Titanic. Yeah, you do, yeah. How many uh, was 77, 77 is your target. You don't, do you see that more many? More or less. Do you see that many? Less. It's more. Is it really? 307. What, you see 307 <laughs> people die in Titanic? Apparently so, yeah. Really? <laughs> That's baffling. Wow. Next. Who knew? We are going to 300. <laughs> That's uh, the movie, not the... <laughs> yeah. If the you movie give me the name of the movie. <laughs> movie 300. Uh, How many on-screen deaths? More or less than 307? Titanic had 307. Oh, it would be nice if 300 had 300. That would be lovely, would be wouldn't it? Lovely round number. Less. It's more. Oh, really? 600. No. Yeah. Double the number. Yeah. Two and for every one in the title. Finally. 600 yeah. people. Wow. <laughs> finally. Final one. More or less than 600. The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. See, these are I was expect. This is where I would expect. But is there six hundred? That's a lot. Six hundred, more or less. More. It is more. It is the most recorded on-screen death. Really? In a movie. 
with 836. 830. Wow. Who you would not think that, would you? <laughs> there's it's a couple there's of a massive couple, battles. Yeah, there is a couple of big battle scenes in that. Isn't it What's got the, the longest battle scene in movie history? Yeah, it's well. like three out four. So that's a couple of hundred an hour. <laughs> <laughs> that is Just crazy. You wouldn't think that that film had the most on screen deaths in it. It's got the most endings, that film. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's Literally true. and also in fact. That was a great game. I enjoyed that. My yeah. wife doesn't like the Lord of the Rings films. Why? Because she's only seen the third one. Well, she wouldn't then. <laughs> that's what I say. <laughs> what? Yeah, tell me about it. That's like my mum. When my mum reads a book, she always reads the last page first. Why? Don't know. Psychopath. Well, most of the time, <laughs> it's totally irrelevant because there's not many yeah, times not, when the no. last page of the book is like, no. oh, yeah, that brings it all together. That's usually happened a chapter before. No, but the way she says it is she usually find out if the main character's still alive and she wants to like build a bond with that character and if it dies, then she's not interested. Oh, right. So, <laughs> so what if the main character was just on the page before? Yeah, how does she know who the main character is? That's very true. What if the main character's not in it for the... The, oh, my my is, mum and your crazy. wife are crazy people, both of them. Right, I think we've done a wave. It's probably why they like each other. Do they? Like my wife always speaks highly of your mother. My mother always speaks highly of your wife. <laughs> there you go. There we go. Seems to go I don't very think they spend a lot of time together. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is there anything else? I don't think so. I think we've done a wave. Yeah. We just want people to go out and watch Blood and Gold. Yeah, sure. So they should do that before Thursday because we're going to go and record an episode on it now. And we're going to come and talk to you about it. We damn sure are. Cool. Cheers. Bye.